Welcome to the Career Confidence for Immigrants podcast. My name is Sonia Ortiz and I'm your host. If you're a newcomer to a country, this is not the show for you. But if you've been stable in a country for a while and you feel stuck with indecision, self-doubt and confusion about your career and you want to start feeling better in your day-to-day work life, then this is the show for you. Let's get started. Yes. Okay. Hello. Hi, Natasha. Hi, how are you doing? Good, you? Good, good. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yay. So we're going to do some coaching today on digital clutter drama. Yep. Sounds good. So what's going on? Tell me. Tell me all about it. Okay. So um, I'll, I'll start by saying that I think generally speaking, my organizational skills are one of my strengths. But I did notice in recent years that there are some instances where it can actually be a weakness and it hinders my performance. So I'm speaking specifically about my like work life, digital clutter. So um, with my email in specific, I would say that's probably the most uh, predominant area where it causes issues. Um, So the system that I use, which has worked for me for for pretty much my entire work life until recent years. Um, And I thought it was an awesome, infallible, like perfect system until I realized that it doesn't really work in every scenario. So uh, essentially I use my inbox, my outlook for work as a to-do list kind of. So I only keep things in my inbox if it's something that hasn't yet been actioned. So as soon as I've actioned something, I'll file it away. And then I also, the way I organize my inbox is that I have categories depending on what file I'm working on. Mm -hmm. So I'll I'll have a category for like this particular grant program that I'm working on or my involvement on the, the, my works like youth committee. Like I'll, I'll have all these different categories and I'll file the things that haven't yet been actioned into a category. And then the flag feature, which most people probably use as like a, oh, this is a reminder that I, I need to do something. I use it the opposite way. I put a flag when I'm expecting somebody to do something for me. So it's like a reminder that I need that person to respond to me at some point. Mm-hmm. So essentially my inbox is like a big to-do list. And this worked for me very well until a few years ago when I moved to my current employer which is the Canadian Space Agency. And I found myself in a job where I was getting like probably around a hundred emails, if not more per day. So it just got to this point where I felt like I needed to every single day, like go through every single email and try to like clear my inbox. Cause I hate it when there's too many emails in there, like the needing to scroll down in my inbox. To me, it's like a, it's like, it creates stress a feeling of stress and anxiety because I'm like, oh no, there's all these things that need to be done. So then I end up wasting time trying to get rid of all of the little things, like all of these little tasks that I'm like, because then it gives me this sense of accomplishment that I've finished a lot because I get my inbox back down to that short list. Mm -hmm. So what ends up happening is that I do get a lot of little things done and then I end up not focusing on some of these like bigger tasks that I need to be like focusing on for probably like blocks of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. And what do you think it's the thought that, because you mentioned like it creates a lot of stress when you have to scroll through everything. When you see all of the emails, like, do you know how much your inbox is at right now, let's say, just just for the purposes of kind of like giving context? Uh, okay. I probably, I probably have right now about like 25 emails in my inbox. And okay. I, I do have to scroll down. I don't like it when I have to scroll down. It's like this, I know it's ridiculous and I'm saying it and I, I can hear how ridiculous it sounds, but the, whenever I have to scroll down, I'm like, I don't like that. I prefer it if it's like enough in the inbox that I don't even have to scroll down. <laughs> okay. Okay. But you do know, because you do have some awareness. This is not your first time getting <laughs> coaching. You do know that it's not the scrolling that's creating your feeling. Oh yeah, I totally okay. know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what would you say, what is the thought? Like, have you explored that a little bit? What is the thought about the scrolling? Like, why why is scrolling a problem? I guess I feel as though if there is too much in my inbox that I will forget about things. Okay. Okay, so we can say like one of the thoughts that you have, it's something like, I will forget about something. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and how how do you feel when you think that thought, like, I will forget about something? If you were to put a, more like if you get in your body, let's say like right now you think like, oh my God, I'm going to forget something. What, how does it feel in your body? Um, I'm really not the best at noticing what the feeling is in my body, but in my mind, it will, it will definitely uh, preoccupy my thoughts. I'll, I'll have a feeling of like a sense of a growing sense of urgency that I need to address this situation immediately. And it's like, I guess a fear of forgetting something and the repercussions that could have for my performance at work. Mm -hmm. Um, the fear of what others will think of me if I forget to do something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's like a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So we can put like fear, let's say as a, as the feeling. Okay. And let's say, cause I kind of want to like get more details. So we kind of have like a, a capture of the model. And by the way, for those of you who are not, I mean, there's no video for this, but I am taking notes in the background because I kind of want to go through writing a bit of a model. Cause you know, in this situation, and this is for anyone listening, we have, we always believe in our lives that it's like you said, it's a scrolling or it's like the, the number, you know, in the brackets that's on my inbox, that is what's causing my feelings. But this is never the case between the circumstance and the feeling that we have. There's always the thought, which in your case, the thought seems to be a lot about this. It's really funny because it's almost like a pattern where it's not something that's happening right now. It's almost like this ant anticipatory kind of stress, which, which totally sucks because then it's like, you can technically like problem solve for it because nothing wrong has happened yet. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. But we will, we will get to like a, a more of like what, what we're going to do about this, but um, okay. So, you have all the, you have, let's say 25 emails in inbox and you have to scroll. You have the thought, I will forget about something. And then you feel the fear in your body. And what do you do when you feel fear in your body? 
let's say try to think about like the last time that you were like in your inbox and and tell me what you what you did as you were feeling that fear um i usually try to it's like i become more scatterbrained i don't know i guess that's not really a a feeling or but i i'll end up trying to do everything like i'll i'll start an email and I'll start to respond to it and then I'll see another one come in and I'll like click on that and I'll start responding to that. And then I'll have, I'll, I'll notice at some point that I have five different things that I'm doing at once and I haven't gotten anything done. So it actually ends up, I would say, sometimes making me less productive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you you become scattered by trying to do everything at once. You start an email, then you respond respond to another one. Exactly, yeah. It's comes. just like I'll end up getting distracted easily by lots of these little things instead of focusing on some of my bigger deliverables, mm -hmm. for instance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Doing five, five things at once. Okay, anything else that comes to mind? Like any other... Um, actions or inactions because anytime we're trying and this is for anyone listening anytime we try to um, examine what are the outcomes of a certain thought pattern that we have and a certain emotion it's good to look at what are the actions that we're taking which in this case you're aware that you're like okay I, I start like five things at once right but then it's also good to understand what are some of the inactions Like, what are some of the things that you are not doing? Okay. So can you think of something? Yeah, absolutely. Are... So um, the way that my my current job is, is I have these big files to work on. So I, I manage grant programs and these like one program, one cycle of a program can span like one to one and a half, maybe sometimes even two years. So from beginning to end, I need to like, draft the funding opportunity and do an evaluation process, et cetera. And th these are like very big deliverables. I have a lot of autonomy in my job and it's, which I appreciate a lot. And it's, it's like, here's your task, work on it. So I have these very big tasks with like deadlines far in the future, but it's still things that I should be working on regularly. Um, but I feel myself instead of like blocking time and working on those files, I'll be addressing all these more like these littler, less consequential tasks that are maybe like immediate, but easy to do. I'll try to like get all of those over with first, but then it gets to a point where I start approaching the deadline for these bigger files and I feel an enormous amount of pressure. And I also feel, end up feeling a little bit disappointed because I, I had an idea in my mind of how I wanted this bigger deliverable to end up, mm -hmm. but I didn't end up putting the amount of time that I wish I would have into it. So mm -hmm. it ends up, it's, I've, I don't think that I've delivered something that's subpar, but it's never like above and beyond the way I wish it were sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we can say that you avoid working on the big tasks that have deadlines in the future. Um, and yeah, as you were talking, there's also this whole, I, I feel almost like there's this layer of 
maybe maybe like a bit of judgment of like or like perfectionism where you're like absolutely well you know only <laughs> only if i did everything like perfectly like you know then then it would be it would be amazing so okay so just so we complete this model as you become scattered you have your emails you have the thought that you will forget something you feel fear you start working on multi multiple things at once you start emails five emails <laughs> you avoid working <laughs> on big tasks that have deadlines in the future and what do you think is like the result that this whole let's stay in this model this model is creating for you like i think you mentioned making you less productive but what what else do you think this this thought that you will forget something is is doing for for you for for me or like or also my organization or Let, like we stay with with you yeah we're we're coaching you so we're going to okay. stay with you <laughs> okay so what I, I don't know. I, I really, I guess I said this already, but it's like the, a feeling of disappointment in myself. Like I'm not managing my time as efficiently as I could be. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And here what's, what's really, what's really interesting too. It's that just, just to play with, we, we're going to talk about like, what are some of the actions and some of the, the the things that you can do to to start changing this but i really want you to see though that what is it let's let's play around with this a little bit what do you think will happen if you if you do forget something let's say you do forget something at some point okay i guess um my my fear is that my like reputation my professional reputation will suffer So my my performance at work, like my my boss, who is an incredible boss, he believes in me so much, and he he really like he's he's always very po positive towards me, and I feel like I would disappoint him and my team members as well. Um, so yeah, my my reputation, which I I guess I care about a lot, and then I'm I'm also I feel like the work that I do it affects because I'm, we offer grants to the academic community and to students. And I feel like in a way I'm also letting them down because I'm not like, I don't know, doing the detailed level of analysis and like optimizing this program as well as it could be to serve their mm -hmm. needs. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that aspect. And Do you feel like when was like the last time that you felt that you were like, okay, I did something and I feel like it was perfect and it's enough and it's great. Do you get that feeling a lot? Um, I, I'd say I do get it with some, some of the smaller tasks. I don't think I feel it as much with the bigger, more important tasks though. But some of those little ones that I'm getting done very quickly because I want to trying to get my inbox done. Like, yeah, I, I'd, I'd say that I, I probably spend more time on those than I should. And so they end up being better quality. But overall, with the, the files that are more important, I'm, I'm not as 
happy with my performance on those. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. But see how your brain, it's like, I'm doing well with those things, but it's not the ones that I should be working on. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I ask you, because I totally sense like this, this pattern of, of like perfectionism. And it's almost like, okay, only, only if I don't have to scroll, then I'll be able to just like feel good about myself, which yeah. we know that it's not the case because you feeling good about yourself, it's not about the emails or about the scrolling. It's about the thoughts that you have about yourself, right? Yeah. Okay. So what would you like to like, what do you think you would need to do if you were to let's let's begin with how do you want to feel about your inbox i guess i i don't want to let it be the determinant of like how i plan my work and i don't want how busy it is or cluttered it is to impact what i should be working on like I guess I, I don't want it to be a distraction to me anymore. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. And what do you think you need to, what needs to change for it to not be a distraction? I feel like I should probably change my system of using it as a to-do list because then the more emails that are in it, the more that I feel adds to my to-do list. So as much as that system had worked for me so well in previous jobs, um, probably something along the lines of like getting an email, acknowledging whatever it is and having a different system to prioritize mm -hmm. would help. Mm -hmm. I'm sure turning off the notifications would help too. And that's something that I've realized, but have not done. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Turning down the notifications, um, getting, uh, we said changing the, the system so that you, you're able to prioritize things a little bit differently mm -hmm. or better. Mm -hmm. and so let's say if we were to think of okay you're gonna go ahead and you're gonna turn off the notifications let's say um what do you think you would need to feel in order for you to take that action like what would have to be the feeling do you in order think? to take the action or what would I feel after I do it? Before. Before, okay. Um, I probably need to feel reassured that by doing that, I'm not going to be putting myself in a situation where I'll miss something important. Right. <laughs> But see how like circular you're like reason. <laughs> <laughs> where you're like it is essential that I never miss anything <laughs> right well, what what if though like what if my boss sends me something and it's like 
the DG is requesting this right now and I need an answer before noon. It doesn't happen often, but what if it does happen? And at that moment, I'm like not paying attention to my inbox. <laughs> what do you think would happen then? Uh, like what's, what's the fear? What's the fear is that I would not provide information to my boss and to the DG who's like the highest level. And because of that, it would reflect badly on me. Mm -hmm. I would look like a, like I'm incompetent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. I want to offer, we're going to, we're going to finish the model where, where we, we take away, we give you, you know, some, a, a thought or, or something so that you can actually go ahead and turn down some of the notifications, but which I totally think it's a good idea. Like I have been exploring different methods of, of productivity and definitely turning down the notifications is, is a big thing, at least, at least the sound. But anyway, I don't want to get too much in the action, but for, for okay. So for anyone listening, something that I want to offer Natasha here is that anytime we're, we're afraid because you bring a lot the topic of like, I'm afraid it's going to reflect back badly on my reputation, but I want to offer that anytime we have that fear. And if it's, especially if it's like a recurrent fear where it's like, you know, we do different thought models. We do, we explore our thinking in different ways and everything kind of like circles back to that idea. I want to offer that the reason why we're often afraid of that it's not because of what the other person's going to say or do. It's because of how mean we're going to be to ourselves if that happens. Because when we have a habit of, and, and by the way, guys, this is like, this is for any, like a lot of immigrant kids have this whole like pattern where we're very, very hard on ourselves. And so what we fear the most is our own brain being mean to ourselves, which is really funny because it's already being mean to ourselves. What do you think about that? How is that landing? I think that what you're saying makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> But how do you break the cycle is what I want to know. Are you, do you feel like when you, when you think the thought like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my reputation or something like that. What is the feeling in your body? Probably like a heart racing feeling, mind racing, like a knots in my stomach. I'm not really good with the physical sensations. I'm not mm -hmm. too sure. I, <laughs> I need mm -hmm. to pay better attention to that. <laughs> right, right. So a bit of like an anxiety, maybe? Yeah, yeah, kind of thing? definitely. Okay. Okay, I, I asked what's the feeling because what happens a lot of the time, especially, and I mean, I'm, I'm totally in this camp as well. When we're very, like, we get the concepts intellectually and like, you're like, oh yeah, I have seen that, that thought pattern and it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. What happens a lot of the time is that we are afraid of feeling the feeling in our body because we have, develop like a habit where we go to our minds so that we don't process the sensation in the body. So for that, I would say the, the key to getting better at like exploring the sensation in the body, I would say there's like a couple practices. Um, 
there's some stuff with like vipassana type meditations and stuff where you really like get in you know, like you start understanding you start trying to teach your mind to um describe feelings to itself using like very sensory language and really staying with like okay what is like is it hot is it cold like how big is it how like does it have a color does it does it have a shape does it like really going into like that sensory type of language and um any kind of like breath work any kind of like more like the somatic world of coaching and stuff it's really good for getting in the body but i would say um a lot of the times when we feel like we're in a rush to change the thought it's because we have not yet developed the tolerance to accept to like process the feeling and a lot of the times it's like this cycle because because we're afraid of having the feeling we unintentionally make the feeling last even longer if if you know what i mean a lot of times when when you just like let it flow and you just like accept the feeling sometimes it's just like it just doesn't last that long you know like in my case like i'm a i'm a crier so i'm just gonna like just like one little cycle of crying processes the the wave and then it's like i can go on with my day but But yeah, I, I want to offer, we can definitely work on the model to, you know, what do you need to think to feel more in charge of your inbox, more like um, reassure, let's say that whatever strategy you you decide to take, it's going to be good. But I still wanted to offer that, you know, the whole idea that that the 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 need to be like reassured that you're not going to make any mistakes is basically the same as kind of being afraid of of the feeling of like if i do make a mistake i'm going to be mean to to myself and then that's going to be very uncomfortable because yeah i wanted to offer that because we can change the system but if we don't change the underlying premise behind it you're just going to get another system but the you know it's going to be like oh but now the bell has a different sound yeah. what if you know what i mean so <laughs> So we have to change the thought and then it's okay. like the rest, the rest will, will come. Okay. So let's brainstorm, brainstorm some thoughts um, that would um, bring you more reassurance, more calm. Um, you said you wanted to feel reassured. Is there, do you like that as a, as a feeling or do you have something else you would like to, to feel with regards to your inbox? Um, I think the reassurance is probably the biggest one. It, I guess I'd, yeah, I'd like to feel confident ab about what I've planned to do for my work day and I don't want to feel like uh, hesitant about what I'm going to work on. I don't want to feel distracted. And Okay. So let's go with confident or focused. Okay. Yeah, focused is a good one. Okay. Okay. So what are some of the ways in which, what are some thoughts that you think would, 
would get you would get you closer to to having that feeling about your inbox let's say you were to look at what do you think a person who who's like very organized and very focused and has like no drama about their inbox imagine that they're like looking at their inbox and it has like 25 emails and they they have to scroll <laughs> and the emails have like different topics and different deadlines and so on um what do you think that person that person is is thinking for them to feel focused i, I feel like that person has a clarity about what's most important and they also feel like they understand that not everything needs to be done right away like they they don't feel that sense of urgency about they don't get bogged down in little details or or distracted by little tasks mhm mhm so something like i know what's what's most important yes yeah how does that feel in like I always like to do like a bit of like a trial where you're like you think the thought to yourself and you see if it has like a bit of a release because sometimes when we word this differently and by the way for anyone listening this is why I'm always I'm very vocal against cookie cutter affirmations <laughs> because <laughs> of how language works in our brains sometimes like a certain wording a certain phrasing it's not going to um it's not going to give us the the release and again it's you don't need to be super specific with the feeling but just this idea of like does thinking that give you a bit of an opening like a bit of like ooh or it doesn't do anything so that's the test for anyone trying to find new things to to think so okay so let's try it when you think to yourself i know what's most important does that give you that reassured slash focus feeling I'm not sure if it does because I think I know what's important. Like if I do look at my inbox, I'm like I know this is important, but then I'll be able to focus on it if I get rid of all these other things. Okay, in that case I think what's happening is that you're probably like jumping models, right? It's almost like you have this thought of like I know exactly what's the most important thing here. and you're you're about to go and like do the thing but then you have the layer the second layer of thought which is the auto model where it's all about how you should be working on something differently how you should be doing something differently and that kind of like but that's a separate model that's okay. like the model of like let's say like judgment so because let's say when you when you think to yourself i know what's most important i i know what's important you said that it it that thought just that itself let's not jump into like the the but i should be blah 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 let's not go there if we say i know exactly what's the most important thing i know what's most important like does that and you can close your eyes and just like see how that how that lands without the rest of the story just that one I'm not sure if it feels like revelatory. Okay. But that's okay. But I feel comfortable with it. Okay, that's okay. okay. A lot of a lot of times by the way, uh anytime we practice a new thought, like a lot of the times the thought that that are very 
meh sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thought because especially if we are used to being driven so much with like self-judgment and procrastination kind of like the adrenaline of last minute a lot of the times we're very used to kind of like every strong feeling feeling like that <laughs> so in this case we're just like teaching to just be like to, you know to have that calmness and to just like remind yourself that like okay wait a second i know i know what's important here i know okay. and then of course your brain's going to be like no but it's like what about this and you're not prioritizing things correctly and blah 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 but you're just like listen brain i'm like saying in this model for now i'm practicing this for <laughs> Okay. Not believing your story that you like just staying in that one. And then so that's one that you can practice and see how, how it goes. And then you also mentioned another one that I I I am curious to to hear what you what you how how it feels in your body, which is not everything, it's an emergency. So if you try it out, maybe close your eyes, you imagine yourself having that thought when you are you know, in front of your computer, not everything is an emergency or not everything has to be an emergency. Again, you're always free to play around with the wording. How is that one landing? And I, it makes me a little uncomfortable, but it, it makes sense to me. I don't know. Is it uncomfortable in the sense that you don't fully believe it yet? Like your brain, it's trying to reject it because it's like, well, some things could be an emergency. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. In that case, what we can do, and again, tip for the listeners, uh, when we're trying to think something that we know that it's in the right direction, but we wanted to soften it a little bit, it's good to try something like adding like a maybe at the beginning. So that way your brain starts getting used to it. And it's like, you know what brain, like maybe not everything, it's an emergency. And you gotta like say it with curiosity and, and you practice that until it becomes more of like a second nature. So okay. I would suggest in that case to that specific thought to, um, to just add the maybe at the beginning. Okay. And kind of like say it with with the with like a playfulness. Okay. Especially if your brain right now it's very like fixated on like, but there's gonna be that one emergency that I will for sure miss and it will be <laughs> the end of my career. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's normal that you need like a bit of like the transition for that. Okay, so your homework it's gonna be to really like practice those two thoughts. Okay. You can write them down. Mm -hmm. Like I really, um, I really like using like visual cues. So any, I have, you know, every time I, I do like thought practice, I, I usually put them like in my phone as like the, the, um, the lock screen or post-it notes, especially because in this case, your circumstance is such a specific thing. Yeah, you know, like all these thoughts get triggered when you are in front of your inbox, then it probably helps to have it around. The sticky know. note. Sticky yeah, I'm gonna note. put it on a desktop sticky note. Exactly, like the, maybe not everything, it's an emergency. And I okay. know exactly what's most, again, play around with the with the thing. I'm kind of 
paraphrasing that if I if I were to use that thought for myself I would be like I know exactly what's the most important thing but again maybe the the word exact maybe the word maybe you play around but you want the thought to feel just a little bit better doesn't have to be like puppies and rainbows but the most important thing is like you do have to practice it and okay. at first it's not going to come naturally at all but then it will be like your thing where you're like oh yeah I'm supposed to say this to myself and like multiple times a day until it becomes like an autopilot thing where your brain offers it as a as a okay. thought okay that seems very reasonable <laughs> sounds good <laughs> do you have any questions anything else you want to ask uh So in that case are you saying that I don't necessarily need to change my system? In your case I would say not yet. Okay. Because okay, so. of you know how we explore and everything just came back to this fear of like but I need to make sure that you know it's 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 perfect and I don't miss anything. I you, you're of course you're welcome to want to change your system but I don't want you to just change the circumstance, the system or the action. Because changing an action doesn't fundamentally change the thought pattern that you have okay. that you're going to forget something, it's going to like kill your reputation and so on. That's the story that we're going to try to, that is such a like strong loop that you have that we just want to try to just like interrupt, interrupt that, that loop a little bit with like these new thoughts. And then I think as your, as your emotional, um, charge let's say with regards to the inbox and the having to scroll and all of that as that begins to just like decrease a little bit you will probably get new ideas as to what system to take but okay. when you're in the middle of it it's very hard to use like the creative powers because you're just like trying to like emergency emergency we have to do all the things and you don't have the same creative processing capacity let's say so we're okay. gonna try to like calm calm the system down with regards <laughs> to like the email practice that for a couple of weeks and then you can you can follow up and let me know how it goes definitely perfect so i know what's important and maybe not everything is an emergency <laughs> maybe what about that yeah <laughs> and, and it's like you don't work in healthcare not like, it's true yeah it's it's so true <laughs> Sounds good then. Well, thank you so much for this. And yeah, you will, we, for anyone watching, watching, listening to this, this is how coaching looks like. It's just a conversation where we get really geeky about our brain and our thoughts and our feelings. And yeah, thank you so much for, for being a guest. Thank you for coaching me. Uh, there's, Nobody, I don't think there's anybody I know that has done as much work on managing their mind as you. So your coaching is, it means a lot to me. Thank you. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're interested in learning how coaching can help you navigate career changes and achieve a better work-life balance, then make sure you check out my website at soniaortiz.com. You'll have all the information on how we can work together. Talk to you soon.